Broncos at Chiefs week six Thursday night football. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Taking the Points podcast, part of the SB Nation NFL show, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use promo code SBNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Chris Dunnels at Chris Dunnels on the social media app formerly known as Twitter. Joined, as always, by my pal Jay Spence. Spence, say hello to the people. What is going on this morning, Chris? How you doing? I'm making it, man. It, it is rough. <laughs> it, but you know what? I, I'll, I'll just skip right to it. The Saints won. They won in convincing fashion. So I might have had a bad week with my bets last week, but at least my team won. How about you? How can you? How do you feel? You got to find the silver lining somewhere, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I had a I had a pretty good weekend as well. I know the Bills didn't win over in London, but um, I still enjoyed the game. I thought it was a pretty, you know, it was a competitive game. I guess looking for the Bills to bounce back this week. But aside from that, I actually um, I did pretty well on everything that we talked about last week, and then I actually did pretty well on some some opposite or some side bets that I had going on uh, over the weekend. So I, I hit a parlay for some money lines and everything so that felt good it's a good week man nice man I, I think what happened was you bad talked the jaguars enough to just scare them into playing well mm-hmm. and it was it, it, and it was the love of calvin ridley i gave calvin ridley so much love over the last like year and a half since he's been suspended and then he comes out and just does this to my team and it's like calvin what what are we like we have to come to an agreement here like if i'm gonna love you you can't destroy my team and that's what he did, man. He got the rookie, or not rookie. He got Kyrie Elam benched, and it's like it's just not cool. It's not well, cool. Speaking of people we either love or not love, I am not loving the Commanders after last week. Uh, they just killed me on some bets <laughs> from last week, uh, and really weird stuff too. Uh, like randomly, I thought surely there's not going to be a two point conversion in the game. That that hasn't happened all season on Thursday night football, and then of course the the one week the, the Commanders go ahead and do it and ends up not mattering so the commanders and and all seven of their fans they are no longer uh, allowed to subscribe or listen to this podcast i'm sorry uh sb nation DraftKings, you're just gonna lose those seven followers from here on out oh man. so oh man so new week <laughs> new week new bets we've got the chiefs and the broncos you know i said last week i, I did say that i thought the bears had a really good shot to win that mm-hmm. game uh and that it was the game Coming into it, I was the least confident in as far as the money line was concerned. Yeah, yeah. We're back this week to another one where I'm pretty sure the world knows how this game is going to turn out. Is that right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm thinking that the Chiefs, I'm sure the money line, that you just got the Chiefs, right? You got to. Yes. Yeah. So right now, the Chiefs are favored by 10 and a half points. So it's not just that the Chiefs are expected to win. They're expected to win by multiple possessions right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. Um, I'm going to say it's fair because Kansas city is, has, they've earned that. So they deserve to have this type of reputation, but I'm, I'm going to caution people on this, this spread, this 10 and a half, the Broncos don't have an issue scoring the ball, you know, like Russell, I know Greeny the other day on ESPN came on and said, this is the worst he's ever seen. Russell Wilson. Look, he didn't watch a lot of Broncos last year. I can promise you because he was (laughs) way worse last year. And this year, if you look at the stats statistically, um, 
Russell Wilson's stats rival that of Patrick Mahomes. Like he's actually passing stats. They're basically neck to neck. And I think a lot of times, you know, we'll look at the record and we'll look at certain situations and just say, oh, the Broncos suck. Don't be fooled. If you like offense and you want to watch a good game, I say throw this game on. It might not. I don't think that they're going to win. The Broncos are not going to win, but I think they can uh, beat that spread. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Broncos with the plus 10 and is 10 and a half or is it 10? It's 10 and a half. Yeah, th- there's yeah. no way I'm taking the Broncos. So I'm you might look at. Yeah, you might look at Mahomes and Russell Wilson through five games, but granted, it's only five games. So small sample size alert. But beyond that, you've got to look at Travis Kelsey missed a game uh, in that five. The Chiefs offense, I think when everyone is healthy, is just light years better than what Russell Wilson and the Broncos are doing. So I like the Chiefs to cover that, but we'll we'll get into that a little more yeah. um, when we start, tar- start talking about our parlays. The money line, though, for this game, when I first looked at it, the, the Chiefs were favored minus 550, meaning if you bet $100 uh, or if you want to win $100 on the Chiefs winning, you had to risk and wager 550 bucks. So they were heavy, heavy favorites here. That's moved a little bit now, right, Spence? Not a lot, but still, <laughs> but it moved enough. Uh, and it's, it's always funny to me how these things move. But yeah, you mentioned it was such so big. Now it's minus three, I mean, 535. So, you know, now in order to win 100 bucks, you have to bet 535. So it's a little less, but not much. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if that was just so many people hopping on the Chiefs here that odds makers had to shift mm-hmm. it a little bit. But I would be shocked if anyone picks the Broncos to win this game. But if you did, if, if you were confident, uh, like Spence is, that they're going to cover the spread, if you think they can do more than that and just outright win the game, then a $100 bet on the Broncos to win, what's that paying out right now, Spence? Uh, that $100 bet on the Broncos is paying out 400 bucks. So, you know, you can actually win some good money if the Broncos, if they do their job like you hope, and they win. Uh, I don't see it happening, but yeah, it'd be fun to watch. So if you think the Broncos have a shot at covering the spread, you said that they have no problem scoring. The over-under for this game right now is 48 points. I'm assuming you're liking the over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too, for what it's worth, but it's not necessarily just because I think the Broncos are going to put up a whole bunch of points. I think the Chiefs might just blow them out, and they'll still end up uh, hitting the over there. So the Chiefs well, have a pr- go ahead. Well, no, I just had so because with the like the spread and the, and the scoring of points, like so if you look at their season, man, like they've scored 35, 31, 21, 20. And the first game against the, the Raiders was like a, a, a snooze fest. They scored 16. But again, they don't have issues scoring the ball. It's just they can't stop anybody. You know, like the Broncos, I mean, the, the Dolphins put up 70 on them. The commanders who actually look horrible against everybody. Um, Lately, they just look horrible. They put up 35 on the Broncos. So, you know, you put up 33 and then you lose with 35 points. I just I can't put that blame on the offense. I think the offense will put up points. I just don't think that, like you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes is that guy. They're going to they're going to put up points. Yeah. And you're saying the commanders who who look awful, even though last week I want people to go back and play the pod. And you were talking about how great this commanders team looked. So my, how things have yeah. changed in just a week. No, it has. If, when you lose to the Bears, I lose confidence. Like the, the couple of weeks prior, I'm like, no, this this offense is looking better. I know Eric Bieniemy is going to turn this thing around. He's not going to let Sam Howell look terrible. Hey, I was wrong. Like straight up wrong with that. Like the Commanders, I like Eric Bieniemy, and I think that there's still time to turn it around for the season. But man, they're, they're not looking good out the gate. So 
last week uh, the commanders lost, but to, to the Bears. And now you're saying that they look bad, and that's part of why you're saying the Raiders, or not the Raiders, uh, the Broncos can still put up points. And then you just glossed over again their week one game against the Raiders where they only put up 16. I, I just don't understand how you can look at the Broncos season and then say, yeah, yeah, but this one, and then yeah, yeah, but this one, and then say, no, oh, that's not what offense I did. is good. No, that's not what I did. Don't, don't do that. I said that they put up points. I'm just going week to week basis three out of five weeks they put up over 20 points i think that that shows you that they're good that they can put up points then i said moving forward it's the defense that can't do anything so that's why i brought up the commanders who haven't looked well that's why i brought up how they put up points to get like they they're putting up points it's just that the defense isn't stopping anybody from doing the same they're putting up 20 against the dolphins when the dolphins are in prevent defense for an entire half so Putting up points. Tons of points out there, guys. Lots of points. Hey, it's a little different when you're just getting dominated. That 70-20 to 20 game, you got to add some context there. That second half, they had no – there was no energy in that building for the for the Broncos. It, they, it was over. But, yeah, Miami just – that was dirty. So the Chiefs' individual money line – or uh, over-under right now is 29-and-a-half. What are you thinking about that? Do the Chiefs hit 30 points? I think they do. I, I um I got the game. Well, I know we're not quite at that part yet, but I got the game going to Chiefs way. Obviously, I got it 30, you know, 35, 28. And then I, I'm assuming then if you have it 28, so you really love the Broncos over underline at 17 and a half. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, again, I, I think scoring points will be the issue here. It's just it's just defensively. Because the yeah, Chiefs I, aren't that great defensively either, though. And I, I don't want to give them too much of love in this aspect. They're not going to stop the Broncos from doing certain things, you know, but they're, they're just better on offense. So each week we have covered the first score of the game and predicted mm-hmm. that. Last week was another one where, holy cow, we are just missing some of these. So there are four options for the first score of every game. <laughs> Two teams, either a field goal or a touchdown. <laughs> Last week, you, me, and Stats, we each picked a different one. And it was none of them. None of the things we picked. It was the one that was left out. It was terrible. This week, it's going to be our shot, our collective shot at redemption. Okay? So, we have a chance. Uh, what is your idea for the first score of the game? We're going to get Stats back in here now. And I'll read off these odds. So, Broncos touchdown is plus 390, but so is Broncos field goal, also plus 390. Chiefs field goal is plus 340, and Chiefs touchdown, I don't think we've seen this all season, is plus 120. So, Broncos touchdown field goal and Chiefs field goal, all plus 300 or more. Chiefs touchdown is plus 120. That is wild. We haven't seen that at all. So I don't know. At first, you know, I was overthinking it, I guess, and I had Chiefs touchdown. But I think I'm going to switch it up here, and I'm going to I'm going to go with the Chiefs field goal on that first for the first scoring play at plus three forty. Is that right? Is that what we said? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so Chiefs field goal. goal. All right. Well, I'm going, and and we're going to cover this a little bit later too. I'm going to take the Chiefs touchdown at plus one twenty. I think it's plus one twenty for a reason. I think everything else is plus three hundred or more. Again, for a reason, this Chiefs offense looks good. You you talked earlier about the Broncos' defense not being able to stop anybody. Mm-hmm. So are we thinking they're going to stop 
Patrick Mahomes on their first drive of the scripted plays. I just don't see it. But that's you and me. Stats, come on here. Where's your face? I need to see your beautiful face this morning. Hello. All right. What do you want? Broncos touchdown, Broncos field goal, Chiefs touchdown, Chiefs field goal. What's the first score of this game? Well, I can't pick anything positive to do with the Broncos as long as they're quarterback by my nemesis, Russell Wilson, who has tortured <laughs> me for over a decade in the NFL. So I'll go Chiefs touchdown with you. I just Denver's defense stinks. Sean Payton looks like he should be back in the broadcast booth. And I agree. The scripted Andy Reid plays like the dude is almost never wrong. Give me Chiefs touchdown here at plus money. Yes, please. Yeah, so it, I think it's noteworthy that it's still plus money. It's still technically an underdog mm-hmm. bet, meaning a $100 bet on the Chiefs touchdown is the first score. We'll pay out 120 And Stats, I love you mentioned Sean Payton. I, as a Saints fan, I, I don't know what you want to call it. It's like when you have your ex-girlfriend and you stalk them on social media and you hope they get fat and unhappy and they never find someone as good as you. Right. That's where I am in my heart with Sean Payton. I'm thankful for what he did for the Saints. But, man, have I enjoyed seeing the Broncos and Sean Payton struggle out in Denver. I'm sure that's that's very um, (laughs) I'm sure that's one of those things for you that is so uh, satisfying just every week. I'm sure that 20 to 70 loss against the Dolphins really did something special for you. Oh, it made me feel things in places that I haven't felt things in a long time. <laughs> uh, now, granted, I should also say, again, as a Saints fan, uh, the Saints do have the Broncos second round pick. So oh. the more the Broncos stink, the better that pick is. But it's not even that logical. It's just, Sean, you left us. You said we weren't good enough for you. So ha, 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 ha. Uh, when he was interviewed after that blowout, that 70 point just stomping. And he just said it was pathetic. Oh, it was great. I I cackled on the inside all the way to my cockles, the cockles of my heart. I felt it. I I was it was warm and fuzzy. I love it. So after the first bet, we usually talk about parlays. And I think it's only fair. Typically, we we throw out three parlays. Uh, I was due. It it was time. It was inevitable for me to have a bad week. Okay. Uh, Coming in, at least one of my parlays had hit every single week. Last week, it wasn't the case. Kadarius Toney for the Chiefs, you're still on my poop list after week one. Uh, But the whole commanders and all seven of their fans, they are now also on the list. I will not say anything nice about the commanders uh, from here on out. But I will say something nice about you, Spence. One of your parlays hit. So stats, play the bell for him. You had a parlay hit. So tell the people, if they don't know, what is a parlay? Well, a parlay is is an accumulator bet or a combo bet. And it's the type of bet where um, you take multiple wagers and you combine it into one single bet. And in a parlay, every single leg or every outcome that you bet on has to hit in order for you to win. If one of them loses, the whole thing is over. So you got to hit on all of them. Yeah, so last week you had... Uh, in the Bears at Commanders game, you had over 44.5 points as the point total for the game. Sam Howell over 239.5 passing yards. And Justin Fields over 193.5 passing yards. All three of those things hit. And I can't remember what your odds were. I think it was like over 400. So $100 bet paid out significant money. Did you actually put money on that parlay? I did. I got 480 on that one. Yeah, that is wild. So then for me, I had a conservative parlay where 
Three of the things uh, all had to hit, but two of them did. So Commanders had at least one sack. Check. Cole Komet over three and a half receptions. I said on the pod that that was the leg I was concerned about, uh, but that happened. And then no successful two-point conversion by anyone. And then, of course, that's the thing. So even though two of the three, it's not a majority rule scenario, right? So even though two of the three legs in the parlay all happened because one didn't, the whole bet was a loss. So mm-hmm. new week, new me. I've got new parlays, and I'm going to start a, a new tradition again of beating you week to week. You ready for that, Spence? Well, I just want to say, I mean, you could say that, but I'm looking at this, and I see a lot of red next to your name, and I see a lot of green. Like, it looks like Christmas because it's red and green, but all the green is next to Jay Spence. That's all I'm saying. You're talking about from last week. Well, I'm just I'm just saying last yeah, week you were last week you were on here. Oh, every week my parlay. If you bet my conservative parlay every single week, you'd have eight billion dollars right now. That's the talk you were on last week. Now, every single bet that you placed, every single one from the bet of the week. No, you got the Thor. I'll give you that. You got Justin Fields right. But other than that, every single thing that you told the great people listening to the SB Nation DraftKings sponsored show right now. You lost people a lot of money, man. What are you done? Are you done? Are you done? What do you have to you, say for yourself? Continue. What I have to say is I came into that week saying I started by saying this is the game I'm the least confident in all season. Oh, all season. I said with the huge caveat that that game just gave me nightmares. This week is not the case. This week, I'm ready. I'm ready to okay. redeem myself. I'm ready to start a new string of parlays all hitting. So I'm ready. I'm going to jump right into my conservative parlay. So for those who haven't listened before, my conservative parlay is one where we're looking to double your money. So my conservative parlay is three legs. I think it's pretty simple. Chiefs money line, so meaning the Chiefs win. Both teams score at least 10 points. And Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown at some point in the game. So not the first score, just any time touchdown for Travis Kelsey, hopefully with Taylor Swift in the audience, because I need to see and hear more of that because the NFL hasn't covered that at all. So Kelsey, anytime touchdown, both teams score at least 10 and the Chiefs win the game. That's plus 102. So $100 bet, you double your money to another 100 bucks plus an extra $2. That's my conservative parlay. What do you think about that, Spence? Nice. It sound, to me, that that's one that um, you know, I would I would be confident in, especially when Travis Kelsey plays. It's typically like he's scoring, right? So, um, I, no, I I think that's a good bet there, man. Uh, my conservative one is a little typically every week, just slightly more aggressive than Chris's. Mine is at two ten plus two ten. I have Jerry Judy, uh, over four and a half receptions. I have Russell Wilson over two hundred and twenty six and a half yards passing. And then I'm taking Kansas City on the uh, money line. And so that three-leg parlay there is plus 210. And uh, I don't know how you feel, Chris, but like I said at the start of the show, I think that the offense of the Broncos won't have much issue, like, moving the ball. So I think five receptions for Jerry Judy and, and you know, 227 yards for Russell Wilson in the air, I think is something that I could see happening. And then we both think the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, I think Judy and, and Russ could absolutely get some – what do you want to call it? Fluff yard, some mm-hmm. garbage time stats uh, at the end. I'm not sure they're going to put up the points, which is one of the reasons for my aggressive parlay, which is only slightly more aggressive than your conservative parlay. Uh, the first leg, I'm, ch- I'm taking the Chiefs minus 10 and a half. 
I think the Chiefs will beat the Broncos by 11 or more points. So I'm putting that as one of the legs. My second leg in my aggressive parlay is Patrick Mahomes over 271 and a half passing yards. And then the third is the Broncos do not score in each quarter. So at least one quarter in the game, the Broncos fail to put up points, field goal, touchdown, safety, or otherwise. So if those three things happen, Chiefs beat the Broncos by at least 11. Patrick Mahomes throws for 272 or more passing yards. And the Broncos have at least one quarter where they don't score. That is plus 256. So bet $100. And now we're kind of tripling our money. 256 bucks comes back in addition to our 100. But go ahead, Spence. You have an aggressive parlay that's going to be plus a gazillion. Let's hear it. No, it's, uh, it's, it's plus 305. Um, so we got Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score. So I'm kind of repeating your your conservative one here. I got Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score. I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco over 73 and a half rushing yards. Um, he's been the primary rushing back. They don't really do much with, with McKinnon out there. And then I'm going to go um, over 68 and a half receiving yards for Travis Kelsey. I'm concerned about it. I won't lie. I think um, obviously he's going to be available. It sounds like he's practicing and everything, but you know, that little ankle sprain, we'll see, you know, if he'll be able to, to cut and, and gain separation like he has. And, you know, but I'm okay with that. We, we can, uh, we can, I'm riding out with it. I, I was successful last week on one of these. We go hit aggressive again. Look, I like that one. I like it a lot, especially in part because i said repeatedly that I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Broncos by two possessions. So I think that's going to be a lot of running uh, for Pacheco later in the game. And Kelsey was officially limited on Tuesday. Uh, I think I think it's also important to go ahead and remind the people in case they need to know. We typically record these podcasts early Wednesday morning. So things could happen by the time you're listening to this podcast uh, where news could change. Lines could move. Odds could change. Payouts could change. So make sure you check for the latest odds, the latest news, uh, and don't just rely on us as the, as the final thing coming into the game. But right now, you're right. It looks like Travis Kelsey is going to play this game. And if he does, I think he's probably going to hit over 70 receiving yards as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that one I'm, I feel confident in besides just the if he's injured. Like, what if he's running and then... Because it was a non-contact injury when he slipped. So my thing is when, when things like that happen, I think you know, I don't we don't feel like the NFL does anything improper, but I just feel like he can't what? He can't shoot this guy <laughs> up. With, yeah, you get what I'm saying? You can't just shoot this guy up with painkillers. And but I think that that's probably what's going to happen. They'll, they'll wrap the, the ankle up again and let him get out there like they did Sunday. And he'll, he'll hit that 70 yards. So we've also week to week had a third parlay with payout odds over a thousand. Do you have one of those this week? I do. And this one, this one, I think shouldn't even be this high, man. 1600 plus 1600. All right, let's hear it. I'm going now. It's only a two leg parlay. This is wow. Normally you have four. I was getting ready for that. I'm used to you having four legs for these over a thousand. This this, is only two things. I saw this first leg and I'm like, holy crap, I would bet this by itself. And then. You know, I'm like, oh, it has to be a parlay. So let me add something to it. But I'm going to go with yes, that each team is going to score one touchdown and one field goal in each half. And then the Kansas City money line. And together, those two things are plus 1,600. So each team scores at least 10 points 
a t- with a touchdown and a field goal in each half. Yes. See, that's not two legs. It's like six legs. Well, no, but that, it was the one if you you can bet that thing by itself. So it's I, I hear you. I scoring, hear you that bro. as far as DraftKings goes, you're only kind of clicking two things, right? But at the same time, I think that all, multiple things are having to happen there. In addition to the Chiefs winning the game, there's, it's almost like there's a separate bet that Chiefs score a touchdown in each half, then a separate bet of Chiefs score a field goal in each half, then a separate bet that Broncos score a touchdown in each half, then a separate bet that the Broncos score a field goal in each half. Like so. That's five things that end up having well, to happen. You've you've actually increased. If you're scared, just say it. If you're scared, just say it, Chris. Just say it. I I don't like the Broncos' chances of putting up ten points in each half. That makes me a little nervous. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I think th- th- those odds are high for a reason. It's not just free money they're throwing out at DraftKings. It's not free money. Of course not. You lost every bet last week. It can't be free money. Okay. Okay. But... okay. I'm talking about last week. New week. New week, Spence. Chiefs and Broncos. Let's get it. All right. So my ultra aggressive parlay, it's three legs. So Chiefs over 29 and a half. Samaje P. Ryan, anytime touchdown. I know Javante Williams has returned as a full participant at practice, but the odds for a Piran touchdown, I think he's due this season. They were just too high to pass up. And then no team scores three times unanswered. So no team scores three times without another team scoring in between. So even though I think the Broncos uh, might not put up 10 points in each half or uh, might struggle to put up points in general, I still think they might put up a field goal here or there. Uh, so if those three things happen, Chiefs over 29 and a half, Samaje Piran scores a touchdown in the game, and no team scores three times unanswered. That is plus seventeen hundred. So that's just that, that's just three things. That's a good one. I, my, the, the one that concerns me there is this Piran, and and so selfishly, I would love if you hit this parlay because he's on my fantasy team, and I've been hopeful that he's. But even with uh, Williams having his his hip injury and all these things, I'm okay. He's going to get some. It just hasn't. He hasn't really been the guy that we've been hoping that he would be since he's gone there. So I'm hoping that, that he gets that touchdown, man. Get two this week. Hell. Yeah. So with Javonta Williams, if Williams was hurt, you'd expect more on the ground from P Ryan. But really what I've expected to see, I finally saw last week against the Jets and that's P Ryan really being utilized as a receiver. So when I'm banking on a score for Samaje P Ryan, it's looking at last week and seeing he had four receptions on five targets for 73 yards. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm not thinking he's necessarily going to be the one to punch it in at the goal line on, on third and goal from the one. But if they're third and 12 or, or you know close to the end zone, I could see a screen pass to P. Ryan and, and maybe he gets it. And he hasn't scored a touchdown all season. So maybe that's yeah. one reason why you say he won't this week. But obviously the... The, the gambler fallacy in me says, you know what? He's due. I was due for a stinker. I was due for a bad week. Samaj P. Ryan is due for a touchdown. I'm feeling it this week. Well, I'm with you. No, like I said, I, I hope selfishly, I hope that you hit this. Even though it will be in like it will be insufferable next week to listen to you ramble about how you hit this, this fun, super aggressive parlay. I'm I'm actually rooting for you this week. It's fun to hear me ramble all the time. It doesn't matter if I win or lose. I'm just oh fun to listen to. So that's okay. Oh boy. Uh, you don't need to kind of add that little caveat there. But 
when I win, not if, when I win again, yeah, I'll probably be even more insufferable. And that's okay. Just get ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm ready. So through five weeks, we have said a bet of the game that we couldn't pass up, that we just really liked, something that stood out for us. And through five weeks, I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this, me and Stats had hit every single one. But again, we were due, it was finally time, where neither of our bets of the week for the Thursday night game ended up hitting. But Spence, Stats, play the music again. Spence, yours hit. Big so you, you actually picked uh, Justin Fields to not throw an interception in the game. And Fields had arguably the, the best game <laughs> the best. Yeah. Uh, of his career, or may, maybe back-to-back, the, the two best games of his career there, back-to-back. Uh, so your bet of the week hit. Do you have one this week to tell the people? I do. And, and this one, um, I, I'm confident in this, only be- not because by any means am I saying that this player is bad. We all know he's the best player in the world. But – they have a, a plus 100 bet on Patrick Mahomes throwing over 0.5 interceptions. So if he throws one interception, you're going to win 100 bucks on that bet. Here's the thing. He's he's an aggressive quarterback, and he's very talented. There's times he's going to make throws that he shouldn't make, and he does that often. It's because he normally connects on those throws. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work out. I think this this game, you're going to get the one interception. I'm going to go with that plus 100 for Mahomes' interception. Wow. that So I saw that when I was looking at it and saw it, but I just don't. Mahomes has thrown four picks on the season, but he's had two games where he hasn't thrown any. So I get it's plus 100. Uh, last week against the Vikings, two touchdowns, no picks. So it makes me a little nervous. We've talked about the Broncos defense repeatedly so it's not just about Mahomes and Mahomes being aggressive it's about the Broncos and their ability to come up with the ball so I think Mahomes is going to play well I don't like the Broncos chances of picking him off uh, not just because Mahomes might try to force a throw but because the Broncos stink so (laughs) I'm not really a fan of that one but I want to go ahead and jump into my bet of the week before we have stats share his because mine kind of touches on a bet we've talked about earlier so if you remember when we did our first scoring play of the game, I picked the Chiefs touchdown at plus 120. You can bet that. But my bet of the week is a separate bet you can make where Chiefs score a touchdown on their first drive. It's under a series of bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app where you look under first drive. And if you look there and say on the Chiefs first drive, so not the first score, just their first drive. So even if the Broncos get the ball first and, you know, kick a field goal, if the Chiefs score a touchdown on their first drive, it's plus 140. So slightly better payout. And I'm liking that one because I think the touchdowns, the, the Chiefs are going to score a touchdown first. And I said, I think that's going to come in their scripted plays the first time they have the ball. I'm taking this bet at plus 140 instead of the Chiefs touchdown being the first score of the game at plus 120. Yeah, I think that's a great bet to make, especially if you like like you mentioned or explained earlier, if you just think that the offense for the Chiefs is going to they're going to flow that way. I think that's a great bet. Stats. Yes, there you are. All right. You got a bet for us this week. Are you ready to redeem yourself as well? Yes, I need to bounce back. You know, I love these types of bets. I I had success with it earlier in the season. I'm going Chris Jones, at least one sack in the game. 
It's minus 175, which I don't love. But Russell Wilson loves to take sacks, particularly with the Denver Broncos. I think he led the league last year in sacks. He's got 15 in five games, so three every single game. Chris Jones, if anybody's getting a sack for the Chiefs, it's Chris Jones. So I will take that bet. Give me one sack at any point in the game, and I win money. That's my best bet this week. And every time you've picked a defensive bet of the week, and it's been one of these sacks, not only have they happened, they've happened on the first drive repeatedly. Yes, I feel good. So I I don't know if you could make that as a first drive bet, but if you could, that might be even better odds there. Uh, I like that one. And you know what? Before we move on to, I think I had to just in case. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna caution on on that Mahomes one. Yeah, oh, go, see, he's he's walking no, it back already. I'm Listeners, not walking it back. That's right. He's scared. No, he's scared. no. Listen, I think there's a better one. I, I think Mahomes will throw an interception, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do a better one. I just saw this one uh, for plus 100 as well. Jarek McKinnon over nine and a half yards rushing. He's not the main running back by any means. He's gonna get ten yards rushing. He can get that in one play. So I, I think um, plus one hundred for the entire game for your running back too to have nine point five yards rushing against a team that we both talk about how bad their defense is. I think I think we can get ten yards out of Jared McKinnon. I just feel like that's a little bit more uh, likely to happen than than the one interception. But I'm, I, I will bet. I'm actually going to bet both. Yeah. So Mahomes isn't gonna throw a pick. So now you've you realized that you're walking it back immediately. And now you're saying uh, McKinnon 10 yards on the ground. I quite literally just said, I'm that's what you said. Bets. You've said you're, you're trying to, to put a little I will you my best it now. No, nope, I will to send you my best now. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to bet a little bit like $5 on Mahomes throwing a pick just so you can say you did it. I get it. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not like you, man. When, when, Mahomes, like when Mahomes doesn't throw an interception, I'm going to have you apologize next pod to me, to Patrick Mahomes, and to the Chiefs Kingdom. Okay, so just get ready for that. Okay, because he's not throwing a never. I'm never apologizing to Chiefs Kingdom. You are. You're going to have to acknowledge it. Yes, I can guarantee you, I will never apologize to that fan base. I am a Bills fan. Go Bills! I know, I know you are, and that's why it's going to hurt so much. And and that's why it won't. You have to accept bet for it to. I'm not doing that. I'll apologize to you and Mahomes. That fan base, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That's fine. That's fine. I, I've pissed off seven Commanders fans, so I, I get it. It's fine. We're going to get in trouble this week. I just feel it. Yeah. Sorry, DraftKings. We love you. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code SBNFL. Patrick Mahomes, you think he's going to throw a pick. I don't. I think he's going to have a good game, but I still don't think he's necessarily going to be the fantasy standout for this week. Week to week, we have come up with what you have aptly named the Thor Award. So, stats, play the sound effect. The power of Spence, do you have a Thor Award prediction for this week? A player who's going I to do. be the fantasy standout? I do. I think, um, for me, it's Jerry Judy. Um, I think, look, we all know that the Chiefs are going to win. They're going to have a big day out of... You know, Travis Kelsey, like you always do, Patrick Mahomes is going to put up numbers like he always does. But there's always one player that just has a game. And I think uh, earlier in my conservative parlay, I talked about Jerry Judy having over four and a half yards receiving uh, or four and a half receptions, I should say, uh, as part of that parlay. I think he's going to he's going to have a game like that where, you know, he'll get some yards after the catch, get a touchdown. And I just I think he'll have a huge game for us. So I'm going to go with uh, Jerry Judy as my Thor award of the week. 
Yeah, so the problem is that Judy is not, in my eyes, the focal point of the Broncos' offense. Uh, he shares time with other receivers, with Cortland Sutton, anytime Sutton's able to play. And then you've got Russell Wilson at quarterback, and that's a, a big handicap there as well, whose stats mentioned earlier will take sacks, the offense will stagger. I just don't see the Broncos putting up enough points. He might have 60, 70 receiving yards and a few pit and a few catches in a PPR league. I just don't see that being something noteworthy for me. I'll take the easy option then and say it's Travis Kelsey. I, I don't see how you pass that up. Like he was drafted in fantasy leagues and redraft in the top 10 as a tight end for a reason. And he kind of still has yet to have one of those monster games of multiple scores and big yardage. I know he's dealing with a non-contact injury that he left the game for last week. He ended up coming back. And he's limited in practice this week. But I think against this just terrible Broncos defense, this is the Travis Kelsey monster game where he ends up just explaining again to the world why he's the tight end one in the NFL. Well, I will uh, expect your apology to Sean Payton, Jerry and Russell Wilson next week. How about that? If if what? If what? I'm not just going to apologize. If Jerry Judy goes off and if that offense looks better. Like I said, I don't think they'll win. Take it it one for one. Take it one for one. Who has more fantasy points this week? Jerry Judy or Travis Kelsey? You've picked Judy then, right? Because you have him as your third. Okay. If Judy puts up more points than Travis Kelsey, I will apologize to Sean Payton, Jerry Judy, Russell Wilson. Let's get it. Is that still not, still not the Chiefs fan base, but yeah, I'm you're still you're that. still apologizing to all of Chiefs Kingdom, uh, on oh, behalf of Bills them. Mafia, on behalf of all them. of the Bills fans, you are going to acknowledge and bend the knee to the Chiefs. Uh, luckily, it won't happen. So let's go. Well, Thor Award transitions us right into our Marvel bet of the week, which again, geez, I'm tired of doing this. Stats, play the bell for spins. Play the bell. Play the bell, big dubs. Go ahead. You won again. Uh, (laughs) So, stats, come on back. Each week you've asked us a Marvel trivia question. Do you have one for us this week? Are you prepared? Have you done your homework? Of course I'm prepared. And I think, uh, you know what? Looking at this question, I think it's too easy. But I'm going to be nice this week. Okay, so. Marvel trivia bet. Stan Lee made his final cameo in which Marvel movie? And Spence, you get this first. Yeah. And I feel like I know this, or at least I should. Well, you know the Marvel movies, so just pick one if you. Well, I know, but uh, I'm going to say a Spider-Man movie, but I don't know. Go ahead, Chris. I, I don't know exactly which which movie. Yeah, that's what I, I'm also uncertain. That's what I was going to say, too. So I'll say uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. That's what that I'm is thinking. incorrect. Yeah. It is actually Avengers Endgame. It's wow. it's young Stan Lee when he's in the car and he's got the woman in the passenger seat and he looks, you know, he's got like the oh the CGI hair. version. Yeah. Yep. I get okay. okay. That that counts. You guys think. Would, would you say Carrie Fisher's last Star Wars appearance was when she was <laughs> CGI'd in? Like, is that how you're counting that? No, Stanley actually filmed that, and they made him look younger than he is. Carrie Fisher obviously did not film at the end of the best Star Wars movie of all time, Rogue One. 
All right, all right. Well, Spence, since you won last week, Stats, where'd you go? I'm back. Jesus. See, this is what you, you come in unprepared. You, I you was just, prepared. What are you talking this about? Week, this week. Uh, and then you just disappear. So Spence needs his actual chance to make the bet now. Do you have your do you have the, the bet actually picked, Stats? Are yes. you prepared? Are you ready? I am ready. The bet this week is the largest lead in the game as 17 and a half points. Are you taking the over or are you taking the under? Under. I'll go with the under. That's I that means I have the over. And the over is minus 105. Wow. Yeah. For sure. I'm taking I'm I'm going to I'm going to go with the under there. And that's just I, any I just point have in the more game, con- right? Yeah, right. any point in the game. I just have more confidence in the Broncos being able to to score some points. So yeah, I, I just if I've been saying that all all show, I can't backpedal on that and then say no, they're going to get blown out. So no, I'm going to I'm going to go with the under here. For what it's worth, I would also take the under there, even though I think the Chiefs are going to win. I, obviously, I have to take the over just as part of our arrangement. But if you remember earlier, I said no team scores three times unanswered. So for there to be a 17 or greater margin there, that probably means the Chiefs have scored three times. Three well, no, touchdowns. The Chiefs could score three touchdowns and, and they only get a field goal or something. And that could, that, so you could get to the 17 point or 17. It's a lot harder. Point. It's going to be a lot but, harder to get that without one team, without the Chiefs scoring three times in a row. Yeah. So well, that would be no, pretty I, tough. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. So we did a bet of the week for the game. We have also done bets of the week each week across the entire NFL slate. And yet again, I'm pretty sure stats and I week to week through five weeks, each of our bets of the week have hit. Then we come in this week and for the last time, stats play the bell. Spence's bet of the week hit, and mine and stats did not. Stats, yours was technically a push for what it's worth. So you, you at least deserve credit. You didn't lose outright. You didn't lose your money. I did. Mine was a loss. Uh, but again, doesn't matter. New week, new me, new bets. So let's start with you, stats, because I get last week was a push. But historically, your bets of the week across the the Sunday slate have just been insanely yeah. accurate. They so go crazy. <laughs> what are you seeing this week? Yeah, first of all, I don't like you lumping me in with you on the best bets. Okay, I have never lost the best bet. <laughs> you are not in my class. You're like the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm the San Francisco 49ers. You think yes, me? Yes, you're not. Okay, so yes. let me. Just- you have not won every week. That, that's all. Yes. I haven't won every week. You haven't won every lost. week. I've never lost. That's what I can safely say. Now, this week, I think <laughs> it's pretty obvious, and I'm going with the hometown team. Give me the 49ers right now, minus five and a half. I know they're on the road in Cleveland. I don't care. There is a very good possibility the Browns are going to start P.J. Walker at quarterback in this game. Five and a half? Give me 15 and a half. I would still take the 49ers. They score 30 points every week. Their defense is rounding into the form we've seen in recent years. There is no way the Cleveland Browns cover this spread. I'll take Niners minus five and a half. All right, Stats, goodbye. I'm done. I'm done with you. You're dead to me. 
That's a good bet, though. I'm going to tell you what. They're the best team in football right now, and it's not close. It's not close. The San Francisco 49ers are the best team in football. I would take that bet if it was plus 10. If it was plus 14, I would take that bet. No, and for what it's worth, I actually agree. So I think the 49ers have shown they are in a class all by themselves, and the Browns coming into this week are dealing with multiple issues. So is Deshaun Watson going to play? Even when he plays, he hasn't looked great. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Browns are still without Nick Chubb. Uh, so they're going to be rolling with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt at running back. So even if these two teams were fully healthy, I still think the 49ers are better, but these teams aren't fully healthy. And I think that just makes the margin that much greater. So I think the 49ers probably blow past this also. What about you, though, Spence? What are you seeing? Well, I'm I'm going to uh, be like stats in a way, and I'm going to take my hometown team. There it uh, is. Last week. You know, I haven't picked the Bills all year on the show. I haven't picked them. But last week we lost to the Jaguars all over the pond and across yeah, the pond. And it just it didn't feel good to to the yeah, team. It felt good for Josh. Me. Well, that's fine for you. But Josh was embarrassed and you could hear it in his postgame interview. And um, Sean McDermott was disappointed and our defense was. Di- so I think I think this week we're going to come out. And it's one of those things where it's like, no, we're, we're home now. There's no way we're going to let a one and four team come into Buffalo and beat us i'm taking the bills minus 14 over the giants well i'm taking then my team the new orleans saints if we're all <laughs> doing it i'll do it too saints just came, yeah saints just came off a win a bounce back win over the patriots i get the patriots are terrible but they shut them out so saints are minus one and a half against the texans on the road in houston i'm thinking the saints are going to finally start putting some stuff together week to week on offense so give me the saints Minus one and a half against the Texans. So we're feeling good about our teams this week. Spence, is there anything across the NFL we need to cover? No, I think, um, you know, we we covered all of the, the Travis Kelsey and, <laughs> and Taylor Swift stuff. So that's that's the storyline. I don't know. But, you know, no, I do want to ask you just real quick before we get out of here, man. Like since we're th- this game does have Travis Kelsey in it and we talked about his non-contact injury. There was also that was a big storyline in the Bills game, uh, the Bills and Jags game as well. All the injuries playing on the turf over there. And then you just look around multiple games around the league throughout the season, just general from week one. You can go back years. You know, this has been a conversation for years. How are you? Where do you stand when it comes to like the turf versus natural grass uh, fields or just in general? Where are you at with this conversation? I think the anyone who has played on turf and all the current and former NFL players are incredibly vocal that they want natural grass. So that seems to be what the players who actually have something in the, have a dog in the fight, so to speak, like Mm -hmm. it's their injuries that are going to potentially happen. So if they're thinking that, then I'm, I'm on board with it. I'm all for it. Now I understand practically with some fields, why turf makes more sense and why natural grass isn't possible. But I think when you have an option, Use the grass. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious because uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the NFL preaches. We, we hear it every week and every offseason, different things that they're doing to protect players and for player safety and for player health. And I think for the most part, you see certain things that make you say, yeah, the NFL cares. They're changing the, the technology for helmets and they're taking bad plays out of the game and they're preventing a lot of injuries by, you know, changing the rules on kickoffs. But then you see something that's simple. Maybe it isn't as simple as saying we're going to ban this type of turf. Or we're going to not do 
and I understand it's a, it's an expense for a lot of these teams if they have to change it. But I just think when you have guys and, and it's superstars a lot of times, like last year, Von Miller tore his ACL in Detroit on that field because of the turf. Um, and we can talk about tons of players. I, I just think at some point the NFL really has to take players health seriously like on every level and the players have been screaming about this like you mentioned retired players current players they all want turf we we gotta or they all want to get rid of the turf i should say we gotta figure this out man yeah speaking of injuries it's not one related to turf but anthony richardson a rookie quarterback for the colts was placed on ir that's yeah that's a little unfortunate uh he was looking I saw Cam Newton when I saw Anthony Richardson run the ball, like just a, a beast with the ball in his hands. Uh, the oh, Falcons. Yeah, Justin, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's out Yeah, too. Justin Jefferson on IR for for the Vikings. Uh, speaking of Jefferson's, Van Jefferson, wide receiver from the Rams, traded to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of trades, uh, despite just looking terrible, Sean Payton has said the Broncos aren't putting anyone on the trade block just yet. They're trying to snap a 15-game losing streak to the Chiefs this week. We'll see what happens next week um, after their game Thursday night uh, and if Whoa. that changes. But at least right now, uh, no one from the Broncos is reportedly available. Well, hey, when that happens, uh, please send Pat Sertan to Buffalo. Thanks. Right, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's going to be <laughs> a lot of interested callers there. Yeah, the, the Bills have lost a bunch of players to injury here on defense. Uh, so, right. yeah, that, that's rough. All right. Anything else, Spence? No, man. Uh, I appreciate it. This week was fun. Um, obviously, no, it, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was a lot of fun. No, it wasn't. So I can't wait to do this again with you next week. And no, no, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I take it back. Don't don't say anything else, Spence. We're good. Stats. Hit us with the outro and take us home. <laughs> hey, everybody. Enjoy your weeks, man. Enjoy the games. Bet responsibly. Please bet responsibly. This is supposed to be an enhancement to your time, not a means for income. Enjoy yourselves. 